Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the weekly manga podcast where we read every chapter of Shannon Jump, as well as another collective volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And my voice is cracking and not working in all sorts of ways, so this will be a fun episode. Yay! I thought Shannon Jump was good at least. Yeah, for the most part. I weirdly feel like I don't remember anything that happened in it, but I think it was good. <laughs> Fair. And then after that, we read the first volume of Madoka the Wraith Arc, because that's something I've been wanting to read for a while, and I made Kevin watch Madoka so I could do it. Yep. And also, we watched all of the Madoka movies on Patreon, and by we, I mean me, Zach, and Tyler. Kevin wasn't invited. Nope. So www.lastpodcast.com slash Patreon, if you want to hear my opinions about Madoka, the series and movie, I'm sure some of that will bleed through, but... Probably. You won't, At least the first two. You won't get to hear about how hard I ship Sayaka and Kyoko, probably. Although maybe <laughs> a little bit with this volume. <laughs> so yeah, what did you think of Shannon Jump this week, Kevin? Yeah, I liked a lot of it. You know, especially when I was, I kind of had this kind of, uh, again, I generally have a block of like, I liked a lot of this. Where do I put stuff? Which means it was a pretty good week. Yeah. And then I have some stuff where I was just kind of like, all right, I guess that happened. Yeah, that, I do have some of that too. There definitely were some things that happened in mm-hmm. Shannon Jump this week. Yep. But I thought most of the series were pretty good, and I thought most of the comedies were actually funny this week. So, eh. We will start off with Jujutsu Kaisen, Chapter 177, Sendai Colony, Part 4, which I didn't think was an amazing chapter of Jujutsu Kaisen, but lately I've been kind of down on it for its mm-hmm. fights not feeling Jujutsu Kaisen, and this one had it back. Yep. They, they, they fi- he finally found whatever he was missing the last couple of chapters, I felt. Yeah, no, this had some really cool stuff. Like, I really liked the, call it the Sky Lady bending the pompadour volcano pompadour guys attack back at him and like how she like swirled space around herself to shoot it back at him looked really cool and i also like that guy being like huh so that's how my, what <laughs> taking one of my attacks feels like that hurts yeah i really like the fight stuff and it went quite high for me this week kevin can i ask you do you understand what these two characters motivations are because i feel like we've been told them and i don't understand them i don't really understand sky ladies but so this is something with the whole volcano pompadour used to be he's like an old jujitsu sorcerer that got like reincarnated for this yeah i i got that and so he was like i never felt fulfilled so he's he's fighting through this to hopefully he's like you know i finally figured it out that still not full essentially I guess this all makes sense for shonen manga, and it's what you should expect, but there are an alarming number of Gokus in this tournament that <laughs> the bad guy was able to find from the past. I mean, that sort of makes sense, because it's, you know, it's that level of Goku's the only idiot stupid enough to allow himself to be resurrected like this for a battle royale. Well, yeah, and obviously the main villain, it behooves him to find all the Gokus throughout history and throw them at the... Jujutsu Kaisen cast. It yep. just, like I said, I'm like, why are these guys fighting? It seems like they should team up, and I think they're gonna. We'll see. Maybe? They definitely don't have to. No. It just seems weird for the senpai character, his name I can't remember, to be off on his own, and giving him these guys as a supporting cast, I think, makes more sense. That's why I'm assuming yep. they're gonna team up. Uh, they definitely don't have to. This can just be some guys he fights. But yeah. I, I'm not going to say it feels like we're wasting time because it's shown in battle manga. There should probably be some battles in it. But yeah. these ones don't feel important to me at all if they no, don't they, have they a don't. further this effect. Is, this feels kind of more like, uh, hey, you remember this guy? He's a badass. Let's show you why. I do remember that. I do. <laughs> but how, how about he be in the plot if that's what we need? But I, like I said, I shouldn't be complaining about battles in my shown in battle. Are you manga. talking about the senpai? With yeah, the, with the sword. Yeah. Yeah. He's. 
he has been in the plot. Well, I mean, this doesn't feel like the plot. I guess what I'm saying. This fight. This feels like a side thing. Of, yeah. Because they, and this was just the, you know, hey, I'm going to be over here during round one and I'll meet you in round two. Yeah, I remember. I, I'm just saying that if you want to show him be a badass, have him be a badass at something that matters. Fair. It's what was more my point. Okay. Anything else you want to say about Jujutsu Kaisen? Nope. Next, we have One Piece Chapter 1042, The Victor Needs No Epithet. What did you think of One Piece this week, Kevin? I liked One Piece this week. You know, I did like some of the stuff with even Kaido, you know, being like, it's just because you guys are weak. Like, you you literally, the Victor doesn't need an epithet. So, that was good. And then I liked who you were saying was Rob Lucci. I think probably. This, I'm not saying definitely. Yes. But the the CP zero guy showing up at the last second and interrupting Luffy's attack and both like Luffy and Kaido being like what who and then Kaido uh, Luffy taking the Thunder Bagua to the face. Uh, I like this chapter all right. I felt very like saying it was predictable feels weird because it felt strange in that uh, it looked like Drake had stabbed the CP zero guy and he was out and then he shows up in the fight. Mm-hmm. So that seemed weird. But also this fight, this had like heavy, oh, the fight's about to be over. It shouldn't be yet energy. So when it's yep. not at the end, it just felt like, it, and it's not. Okay. That's fair. So I didn't think it was a bad chapter. Definitely like some good fight stuff between Kaido and Luffy. And I kind of like the twist at the end, but it seems really fast. And so it was only last chapter that CP0 was like, we have to interfere. Yeah, and, that's true. And then he was like, there's no way I'm interfering. Better go interfere yep. after I've been stabbed to death on a different panel <laughs> yes i mean no one dies in one piece so that's not well problem, we also but well and we also saw that like it did look like he got stabbed but then he also used the shigan on drake immediately afterwards like you didn't actually do anything to me yeah i guess it just seemed very strange to me and like i said the energy of the chapter seemed very off mm-hmm. it seemed like this is the final blow and I'm like, it doesn't really despite the fact that this arc has been going on for seven years i think it doesn't <laughs> feel like it's time to be over so then when it wasn't i wasn't like oh this is so exciting i was like oh, okay it's not over no i i had still had that exciting him showing up and interrupting luffy because luffy's got the time limit yeah cooking and it was like this is my last gear four yeah, but all that setup seemed like, like I said, it seemed really like, okay, so this has to be the final blow, but it's not time for the final blow yet, I yeah. don't think. So like I said, it just felt very, perfunctory is a weird word, but like it mm. didn't excite me the way One Piece often were. Like at the end of the Big Mom arc, when Germa 66 shows up to save them, I'm like, all oh, right, Germa 66 is in this story. You made me forget I would die, you asshole, <laughs> when obviously they're right here. <laughs> uh, and it didn't have that feeling. Gotcha. A- anything else you want to say about One Piece this week, Kevin? Nope. Next up, we have The Elusive Samurai, Chapter 53, Wicked 1335. What do you think of the new character in Elusive Samurai, the new villain, I guess? The Um, new faceless man? Yeah, because I don't think he's nearly as good as ear guy or nose guy or eye guy, but he's clearly on the same. Yeah, he's clearly on the same level. So I don't don't think he's as good, but he is like, you know, that it's back to that level of like surrealist art. I don't. Yes. I don't know how to. Do- I, I don't either. The exaggeration. Yeah. The, the like literalism. Yes. In it. The fantastic literalism, I suppose. Yeah. Of like, oh, this guy's like impossible to read. And literally his face is just black. Like yeah. it's perpetually in shadow, regardless of where he is. Even when he's with his daughter and they're yep. eating lunch together. And he's like, oh, I'm so proud of you. Yep. When he's like, what if this new friend of yours is an enemy? She's like, oh, I'll just kill him. 
He's like, perfect. <laughs> Good daughter. I have raised you well. Yep. Well, no, I like that. I like the new girl being like, so are you guys interested in the young lord? Or like, or what, what interests you in the young lord? And I really love when they're like, he escapes so like swiftly. And she's like, what? What? <laughs> Well, first of all, like, he's so kind, and she's like, no, that's a bullshit answer, and you know it. He's <laughs> like, he's really good at escapes, huh? And then I also love the, like, super brutal death trap they have set up at the end, too. Yes. Which is clearly not going to be used to its intent, but it's yep. just a real fun contrast of, like, yeah, then we, we drop him down here and throw our swords. And, yep. You know, we ask, do you want to play a game? And then... <laughs> no, it's a... Uh just a you know your standard pitfall trap yes but it's a spike pitfall trap but they didn't have spikes so they used katanas because those are so much easier to come by anything else you want to say about elusive samurai nope uh, that'll bring us to mashal magic and muscles chapter 99 mash burn dead and the powerful duo what did you think of mashal this week kevin and all this is all right yeah um you know it's, it's like hey here's feelings. here's a new dude Mashal is going to unleash his power against his dad, but dad has time powers, so he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to make you put the, uh, like, reset you to when you still have the bracelets on. And then, of course, you know, this, like, you know, of course it was like, oh, this is the weakest of my sons. It was like, well, no, Mashal's the weakest, like, you consider Mashal the weakest of your sons, but, you know, like, oh, you're, you know, this guy that you've been fighting is only ranked number five. Here's some other dude to come fight you. It was like, okay. Do you remember that other dude's name, Kevin? Nope. Doom. It's not <laughs> subtle. It's like, here's Doom. He'll be your next opponent. And he's like, Judge? No, just Doom. Doctor? No, just Doom. Just Doom. I don't like fighting weaklings. I, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the fight scenes were pretty good in this yeah, as well. They, that, that's totally fair. But I mostly agree with you that it was fine. Mm-hmm. That'll bring us to blue box number 43, What's the Connection, which finally, I feel like, is very good. Yeah. Um, I remember why I have this note down. There's the bit where he's like, hey, rhythmic gymnastic girls, quit swinging like that or I'll see your panties. Yep. And I wrote down, hey, this is an Ayakashi triangle. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that she's like, I'm wearing spats, idiot. And where are you looking? It's very good. But no, the, the moment that really got me is the- The, um, the end, probably? Uh, the end, but the it was actually when she like- bunts the shoe essentially because yeah. she makes a deal with boy like we should have a shoe throwing contest to cheer on shinatsu and try our hardest uh and the loser has to tell the other an embarrassing secret yep and we see shinatsu miss a shot as like she very clearly just does not attempt at all yeah like, like i said she bunts it like literally she just like drops the shoe off of her foot and then is like i haven't told anyone this but i'm in love yeah I have to admit my embarrassing love for you. Also, I made third, which I should be happy about. But man, that means two people in the world are better than me. That sucks. And by the uh, world, country. I mean Japan. Yeah, I was like, I think it was national. It so was. country's still good. Well, and I even like, because at first boys like, oh my God, she hasn't told me how she did. That means she didn't do that great, right? She's probably freaking out about it. I was like, I got third. He's like, what? That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, but I didn't get first. He was like, but it's still, What? Hey, look, if you were in a badminton tournament and you got third, you would be like, ah, that's not first. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, you know, she has, well, I'm still only a first year and I got third. So I have, I still have room to grow and I still have time to grow. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like, ah, damn, this is my, this is my last year and I got bronze again. You were a bit Batman in that. I was a bit, yeah. (laughs) Anything else you want to say about Blue Box this week? I just really liked that, like I said, the moment when she bunts the shoe, but also the, the symmetry of she says that 
and it's essentially like uh, Chinatsu's love triangle senses tick off right as she's making that final shot. See, I didn't really read it that way even. I read it as she was like, hey, this is for Shinatsu. We have to give it our all, because she, so she will too. And then she bunts the shoe when Shinatsu misses the shot. So it's, yeah. to me, it's more like doing the spell wrong. I mean, there's a bit of that, but it would, it definitely felt like that literally affected Shinatsu's shot. Yeah, yeah. With, whether it did or not, even within the story, yep. it has a real powerful effect. I agree. Yes. It's drawn very well. Mm-hmm. The, even the panel work. We very rarely talk about panel work, but the way it's like a circular cutting yep. is really good. Anything else you want to say on Blue Box? Nope. That'll bring us to Ayakashi Triangle, Chapter 82, A Voice from the Past. What did you think of Ayakashi Triangle, Kevin? I liked Ayakashi Triangle this week. We're, get, we're getting a new person. Like just they, they, they appear to be a, just a regular person. So we'll find out if they're a ninja later or Matsuri's mom, but we're getting a new person. The the one girl's mother, grandmother. Okay, she, is it she, her grandmother? Yeah, and oh, we've okay. seen her before. Have we? Yeah. Oh. Uh, to be fair, only very briefly. And actually, I say we've seen her. She might have only been mentioned. Okay, I was uh, like, I didn't. I didn't what, think we had because when she showed up, I was not like, oh, who's this? I was like, oh yeah, it's her grandma, who's the principal, who got her transferred here. Yeah, I knew. Well, I, I knew some of that, but. But yeah, I guess I don't know that we're, she's going to stick around very long, but she might. I think she's I, I think she's going to be like the other mom where she'll just like show up randomly. She can do some expositions sometimes. Yeah, certainly. I do like the bit where like, oh, no, I or Chirigane is fading. We have to act shameless so that he can <laughs> scold us. It's his purpose in life. Yep. Yeah, I like Suzu uh, does uh, some jump roping for a little bit and then just collapses the ground. It's like, oh, Matsuri, you're being too rough. <laughs> And so he's just, what? What did I do? <laughs> it's like, oh no, I accidentally broke it. It's pretty good as, as normal. Yeah. Next up, we have Ayashiman, chapter 14, What About You? Which I kind of like. I felt like the divide in the chapter was was kind of weird. I get it from yeah. a pacing point of view, but I guess I don't care as much about the, the second fight going on as I do the first one. I actually, this one made me care about the second fight because initially I didn't care at all you know i was like all right so this is the weaker guy he's going to lose and that's fine and he even has like the moment that really got me was when he's like all right you know i'm gonna i'm gonna bow out because like you know i'm not a fighter i i'm i'm a wall slug and then the guy insults big sis and main character boy and that's when he turns around he's like all right hold on i'm I'm taking that shit back like i know i'm worthless but don't you dare insult them yeah, I mean, it's got the good shonen energy. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. It went pretty high. I just, like I said, the, the dividing line, I felt. No, that is totally fair. was the, a little awkward. Yep. Anything else you want to say about Ayashima? Nope. Last but not least, we have Mission Yozakura Family, Mission 120, Refusal. What did you think of Mission Yozakura Family this week, Kevin? Uh, that's an interesting twist. I think I understand what happened. Okay, go on. So it was, he, you know, he cut all of the the family heads with his thread. But because they can essentially turn into cherry blossoms, he got like absorbed into them. So, so to what end though? Because he seemed like he was in a just as planned sort of state. It didn't seem to me like it was a just as planned sort of state. It seemed like a uh, oh shit, they got me, and so he was trying to be like, you know, hey, it's your turn to take it from here, guys. And I mean, maybe this is a just as planned, like you know, haha, I've insinuated myself into them, but. It seemed to me more like the kind of like, haha, I, I did it. And then, oh, there was a there was a secret, secret final boss. Shit. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, honestly, it didn't do much for me. No, it didn't do much for me either. 
Okay, so I but you like this series more than I do. I do. So yes. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Anything else you want to say about that? Nope. That'll take us into jump card then. Jump card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump, not just what we talk about every week. We have 21 chapters this week, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Double stuffed. So what do you have at number 21? I have peas. So do I, man. Wh- what happened? What? Kevin, what happened to this chapter? I'm not it's asking you, f- Kevin. I'm asking the, the I'm asking Ultimate Kevin, who has seen all the timelines. <laughs> it's a fucking I was like, I was just literally the first panel. I was like, you know, it's what's going on? And that never that never stopped. And it just, I was like, okay, this is just some weird fever dream of like I, conflicting storylines. And, you know, that's how the peas always is, but it was especially so. It was like idyllic, idyllic the peas this yep. week. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's doing okay. Like, it doesn't feel like it's about to be canceled, but how would you even tell? Yeah, I had no clue. <laughs> it, could, it could be over already, and I wouldn't know. Yep. Uh, what do you got at number 20, Kevin? Number 20 is where I put me in Robico. Okay. Um, I don't like these characters all the i mean you know, I, I barely like any of the characters in me and roboco but it's true it's just like hey you remember these guys like oh god it's these guys again i remember one joke like making me guffaw and okay. i don't know what it was so it went higher for me I, I agree with you like on the setup i was like oh these guys but then there was something in there yeah it's just part of the problem is as well because i know i don't like me and roboco i go in not liking me and roboco so it's much harder to get laughs out of me when I'm just kind of like, oh, I guess I got to just barrel through this. Certainly, I understand that. I have Earth Child at 20. Okay. I really don't like this series, Kevin. The more we read of it, the more it seems to just like this idea. No, wait, no, not that idea. Never mind. And it, at the end of this chapter, we're getting narration from the kid. Mm-hmm. I am terrified we're going to flash forward at, soon. And like, why have these first three chapters if this story is about the kid? I thought it was going to be about sto- a story about raising the kid, and it might still be, but... I kind of had saga flashbacks to just the like the first chapter starts with narration from the kid, but then literally it's been 56 volumes of she, you know, became a teenager, like, or she became a like an eight-year-old 10 volumes ago, or 10 issues ago, or something like that. Like, it's been... And sure, I'd be fine with that, but there's a difference between issue one and chapter three, I think. Yes, that is true. And just like I said, I really don't like anything that happens in this almost. It just seems like they're like, idea, go back on that idea, actually. Yeah. Over and over again. That that could actually be what's happening. I kind of like the mom still being alive thing. Yeah, I don't hate that, but it's constant. Every idea they throw out, I feel like they go back on. That's fair. What do you got at number 19? 19's where I protect Mishigamaro. Okay. I I don't generally like this series and you know it's just kind of like oh yeah the the brother is weird and into etiquette except a very weird version of etiquette and like nobody can actually catch him like 
the big thing that I was expecting was that somebody was going to, and I mean, maybe this will happen next week, but somebody will catch him doing something yeah. against etiquette and he'll be like, oh no, I've done horrible and like leave. Yeah. But it's like, you know, I'm a bodyguard. All right, cool. You know, it would be rude to murder someone else when you're just being a bodyguard, right? Like, he didn't hire you to be an assassin. Why would you? Why would you fight any of these people? They're not trying to fight your client. Company loyalty is different in Japan, Kevin. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I got Black Clover at eight, at nineteen. Okay, some stuff happened. You know, is or. Yeah, you know, is there being like I gotta support someone, and the devil's like I gotta kill Asta. Yep. Um, and that. I mean, happened. I sort of, I sort of like that. Uh, I like that moment of you are at once the most dangerous person here and the easiest one to get rid of. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? It at, didn't get much higher, but what do you got at eighteen? Eighteen's where I put high school family. Okay, I got genuinely confused on this one girl's fever dreams of like. Okay, this is her having a misunderstanding, but then there were several where I was like, "What is she, is she thinking back on this, or is this a like what's going on in her head?" Oh, I, I see. I read it as I didn't wasn't confused at all. That doesn't mean I was right. I just read it as her flashing back to all this stuff that happened, but we're seeing what actually happened, not from her point of view. I mean, there was definitely some of that, like when she thought he was hugging her in the head and it was the cat yeah. landing on her. But there was there was a couple of panels where I'm like. What I uh, I'm confused on the timeline. Is this after this embarrassing thing happened in the hallway, or is this embarrassing thing in the hallway still happening? I don't really care that much, so I'm not gonna look too far into it. I got Protect Me Shugamaro at eighteen. Okay. I a lot of this is just the name Steve, but the Smash Brothers joke about not picking DLC characters right away, like that kind of worked for me. It's that's kind of funny, but at the same time, part of me is like the the other big thing is I played, you know, when I like would go over to a friend's house to play Smash Bros, there weren't DLC, DLC characters. characters. Yeah. They didn't exist. So like that doesn't hit me as hard as because like by the time I was playing Smash Brothers where there were DLC characters, I would be playing online if I were to be playing anywhere. And of course you would run into people who have DLC characters. You'd need to learn how to play against them. Yeah. I like I said I don't I think a lot of it is me going there's not a Steve in, in oh yeah I guess that is the Minecraft guy's name yeah it just goes Steve <laughs> you select him I should load that up at some point and play Steve it's fine I I need to play some more Sora what do you have at number seventeen Kevin seventeen's where I put Witch Watch same actually but okay so you wanted to get the like this is your year of issues because this was issue fifty two it was so I was like this is your year of issues and you decide to go with a insert title here you know roll credits we're witch watch i mean i get doing that at number 52 it just wasn't very it seemed like good. this entire thing was a setup to be like we're her witch watch it, the, it, it did feel that way the, okay <laughs> i need to justify the title a year into the series like all right sure whatever it was very scooby-doo also yeah old man jenkins yeah yeah i i i don't have much more to say about it Mm-hmm. What do you get at 16? 16's where I put Black Clover. Like like I said, not much higher than you. Oh, that's where I put me in Robico. It went above Witch Watch because I laughed at it. Okay. What do you got at 15? That's where I have Undead and Unluck. There was some cool stuff in here. Again, it's got a lot of the high concept stuff that's good from Undead and Unluck, but it's not doing much with it, unfortunately. Yeah, and it seems to kind of be like rushing through a bunch of that, and I then... 
I've got that feel this entire arc, but yes. Yes. Like, there was some cool stuff, like, I liked when he, like, has his skin, his blood, and his skeleton, like, fight as separate entities is pretty cool. Like, that's just a neat concept, especially when he was like, you know, who said I have to, like, who said I have to regenerate uh, only one body was, like, a neat line. But then it's like, oh, yeah, then God shows up and is like, hey, you're breaking the rules. It was like, so was the other guy? Like, what? what? No. No, no, what did they call him? It's a new thing. It's not rules. It's like restriction. Now I shall add restrictions. It was like, like what? <laughs> yeah. I have it very slightly higher. Because 15 is where I put high school family. Okay. I really like the ending and like the sitcom drama nonsense of it all. Kind of dialed to 11. And like, oh, you must be that VTuber. And the guy who is the VTuber, VTuber is like, be- what? <laughs> and then she's like, I am the VTuber. <laughs> yes, I am a VTuber. <laughs> What do you got at 14? 14's where I put Earth Child. Like I said, I, I like this new Mom Might Be Alive, and I did get a little bit of Saga vibes of the the kid narrating, you know, but we're still going to stick with the story of them being raised. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I just really don't like the storytelling in Earth Child. I really like the first chapter, but kind of wish there wasn't more to it. Fair. I got Undead Unlock at 14. Okay. What do you got at 13? That's where I have Mashal. I guess Doom showed up, but, like, it... Until you reminded me of his name, and I read this yesterday, by the way. Until you reminded me of his name, I didn't remember it. Like, it was just in one ear and out the other. I just, that just stood in me. I'm like, doom, really? You're going that? <laughs> yep. The, the laziness stuck out to me. I got Mission Yuzakura at 13. Okay. Huh? Well, okay. Yeah, it's my number 12. Like, you know, that's all right. I put Sakamoto Days at 12. Okay. I like the chapter pretty well. This is where we get into, I thought most of Shonen Jump was pretty good this yeah. week. I like the new character, like I've said, so it's cool to get see her showing off. I, I, the like, bit about, we'll just say this is the second part of the test. This is the second part of the test, everyone. The proctor being like, who doesn't have a parachute being like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I thought that was good. And that definitely had some of the Naruto tuning vibes with some of the, like, just the proctors that are like, I don't fucking care. What <laughs> what the hell? I, why did you put me in charge of this again? I don't yeah. give a shit about anything. Yeah. What do you got at 11? 11's where I put Akane Banashi. I, I liked it. I'm still a little disjointed over we've had having that first chapter be the first chapter. Yeah, that's fair. And part of me also is kind of like, especially because the one guy's like, hey, my master will absolutely love you as a pupil. You should totally come join him. And she's like, no. So like, what wouldn't. Wouldn't you want to have him as your master and then be like, you know, you expelled my father? Well, that's where she gets around to by the end of the chapter. Basically. No, because she goes to the other guy. That, I thought she was like, never. Okay, I guess I'm wrong. I, I thought th- I thought she was like, oh yeah, I will be like you. Actually, is what I thought. How I thought the chapter ended. No, but I thought she was because remember the guy that she's been training with. Yeah, yeah. I, I think she goes to him and is like, hey, I want to become your official apprentice. Oh, maybe you're right. I can see it either way. I thought I, that's how it went because she literally runs away from the guy. Or she tells him, no, I don't yeah, want to do it. But then she talks to the uh, the apprentice of the guy she was working at, and he was like, yeah, but that's actually a good deal. And she's like, oh, it is? I mean, I guess. I, I, I had read it the other way. I also like the funny thing of like, ah, oh, all the reviews are about him? Well, I need to work harder. And then like the lady was like, oh, uh, here are all of your reviews. I was making copies so that you can take them home. Where, where'd you go? Yeah. Like she was being really nice of like, oh, they, you know, you got a bunch of stuff too. But And I'm sure since it's your first performance, you wanted to take copies of them home and not just read them. Yeah. I have it a little higher. Okay. So I have my hair academia at 11. 
Okay. I like some of this. We don't get any Deku this week, which is fine, but that's the thing I was most interested in at mm. the end of the last that, chapter. That is fair. Also, what's going on with Eraserhead? Can you explain that to me? He's using Monoma to use his powers. Yeah, but where? From where? Like, are are they? I thought they were in the jail. Still, somehow, like that. No. That whole sequence was incredibly confused because Monoma's sitting down. Yeah, they're like on one of the floating platforms. I thought that is incredibly poorly portrayed. I think. Okay. Like I, I thought they were in that arena. So I thought that they were in jail, and Monomel was like opening a portal for a racer to look through. No, I thought they were on site because they were expecting because they knew they were bringing Shigaraki to this place. So they're like, "All right, we're here, and I have, <laughs> I have the guy who's been regulated to. I'm just here to morsen your eyeballs." Yeah, but then the powers don't seem to work for some reason. And I didn't like that turnaround either, because like I've always liked whenever Tomer was like, oh, Eraserhead, you're so cool. And so I get wanting to turn that on its head and go, Eraserhead, you actually suck. But yep. I didn't get why or how. No, that. I was also I was also a little confused about that. I mean, it might just be something with we don't know that Eraserhead's powers actually work on All for One. Yeah, that's true, but I don't know. They, he, they seem to work on Tomura before. Although, I guess the last time he said that was cool is he erased the quirk in the bullet, I think. I still think that's what happened. I'm yeah. not sure. I'm, there's some of that, and there's also the, you know, he might have figured, because, like, Eraserhead's powers don't work on every one of the quirk, powers. So yeah, he might have been like, all right, I'm just going to manifest this quirk that you can't stop. Yeah. Because he can't stop the, what are they, the heteromorphs or whatever. Yeah. So maybe he manifested a quirk like that. That was like, you can't stop this. I mean, certainly that all makes sense. I'm not saying it's bullshit. I'm just saying it's not well presented. Gotcha. What do you got at number 10? 10's where I put Doron Dororon. Same. Is this is some shonen good. stuff. Yeah. He, there's a, a rival guy who's like, are you my rival guy? I don't remember you being my rival guy. <laughs> I always like that trope of like, uh, you know, oh, we've been the best of rivals. The, the who, who? I mean, I remember you, but didn't I just beat you up every day? <laughs> Yeah, I, it's progressing the story, and I like Doran Doran fairly well. I also like, oh, I can just sheath you in my spiritual energy. He's like, ah, yeah, sweet, we figured it out. And the other guy being like, yeah, but that would be poisonous to regular people. Weird. Yep. <laughs> what do you got at number nine? Nine's where I put Sakamoto days. Like in this this new character, I like, <laughs> she was like, ah, oh, I'm only good at housework. And Sakamoto being like, wow, this is actually really good needlework that she did while falling out of the plane with a bunch of people's random clothes. And again, that bit where, uh, you know, it's just like, oh, we'll just say this is the second part of the test. And one of the proctors who doesn't have a parachute, what? I wasn't told this shit at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I Like I said, I'm enjoying this arc a lot more than I thought I would for mm-hmm. Sakamoto days. I got Akane Banashi at nine. Okay. I, I think I've more forgiven the first chapter than you have. I totally agree. It was a bad first chapter. Yeah. But in contrast, it's like the opposite of Earth Child, which I thought had a great first chapter, and I have not cared since. No, I still I still like this, so. What do you got at eight? Eight's where I put the elusive samurai. This faceless man is interesting, and like you said, the spike pit of doom is clearly not going to work, but good. Yeah. I've got one piece at eight. Okay. Like I said, I just didn't think the chapter flowed very well. I, I found myself just being like, oh, this is what this chapter is going to be, and just turn the page, and yep, 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 this is weird. Gotcha. What do you got at seven? Seven's where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. Good stuff. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to Rika showing up and the senpai character being like, all right, I was hoping to get you a little bit farther away from the stadium, but this person's not going to be an asshole and attack innocent civilians, and this person will be, but I kind of just have to deal with it. 
I put Jujutsu Kaisen higher because, like I said, Jujutsu Kaisen finally got its mojo back, in my opinion. Gotcha. Versus chapter. I've I've been liking these last couple of chapters, so yeah. this has just been good for me. Uh, seven's where I got Elusive Samurai, though. Okay. What do you got at six? Six is where I put my hero. Like I said, I liked I liked some of the stuff going on with this. So I liked the I liked the creation of the the lab, and especially I forget her name, but the support character. I May. Yeah. Just being like, well, what if we make it fly? Like, and just everyone being like, oh, you know, and you just have, because I've had moments like that where it's either me or someone else just makes a stupid comment and then you go, wait, no, that could work. You know, you're, you're making a dumb D&D plan and somebody is like, well, what if we just do this? Oh my God. Yeah. I didn't think of that at all. The, the arena to fight Tomura in is pretty cool, but I also feel like they spent a little too long going over the logistics of how it all works. Just a little bit. Like, uh, using Momo to make stuff, to, like, rob materials is really cool. But, like, having all the electric guys in to, like, provide energy, I'm not even sure what they need energy for. It's flying. O- okay, yeah, but, like, how does electricity make you fly? It powers the things that make, like... <laughs> I, 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 it's fine. I'm not, like, angry at it. I just didn't need that bit. I it, guess. It, it's flying. That That's fine. You could... Uh, Uraraha could have got just touch. I mean, that does, isn't quite how her power works, but no. Also, because they're not just powering the flying thing, it also powers the fact that it can launch the little pieces away so that he can't disintegrate the entire thing. Uh, I mean, certainly they need electricity, Kevin, but nobody wants to know who pumps air into the tires on the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how they're getting power. Yeah, but uh, this electricity is-, is a thing I can get. This is also a thing to kind of like give those characters something, something to, do. to do. Yeah, but it's it's not a great thing to do. No, is, I guess my thing. I, there is that. I have Mashal at six again. I just thought the fight scenes were very good. Okay, and even though I thought it was kind of an eh chapter, it was a pretty good shonen jump all around, and that made it stand out. Okay, what do you got at five? Five's where I put Doctor Stone. Okay. Uh, so, Dr. Stone's over. Yeah, finally. Yep. <laughs> like, that seems like a weird thing to say. It's just the ending was really... The ending was really weird, but I really like... The, the ending is, uh, we're going to build a time machine. You, you what? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to build a time machine. It has a real good, like, continu- the story continues sort of energy to it while still feeling very much like the end. Yep. Really, the only thing I'm sad about is that uh, the android never came up. Uh, it, it did kind of in that it implies that Senku made it with a time machine... And Maybe. send it back. Like, there's a thing of like, yeah, we can make like an AI assistant in the past that could save everything. And it shows a picture of it. And I was like, that's a weird way to tie this in at the last second. Yeah, I. But it was so weird, it completely went over my head. And the fact, like, the, the other big thing is that it, like, we see it crash to Earth. And I was like, I was expecting it to, to show up at some point. To show up. It didn't necessarily need to do anything. But even if they just showed up, I was like, oh, hey, that was that AI that I made. That's cool. Yeah. Like, I'm a little sad that it, it didn't play a role. Like, I, it's one of those dangling plot threads where I'm like, oh, but what about this thing? To be fair, it's from a spinoff. So, like, I agree with you, yes. but it, it's not quite a dangling plot thread in the same way. I but guess I, not but I completely agree with you being Well, and it also, it tech, even though it is from a spinoff, it did actually make an, like, it landing made an appearance in the main manga. Did it? I don't recall, but I I'm pretty it. sure, I'm pretty sure there was a moment where it was like, uh, they were like, hey, what's that coming? You know, like, they see it crashing to Earth. And I, who knows, maybe he'll have a spinoff where he shows it showing up or shows it being sent into the past and then it not working. 
Uh, can Boichi draw Hunter Hunter now that he's done with Dr. Stone? Can we get that <laughs> world? I just want to put Boichi on something else. Hey, what, can you, can one you Piece, do, Hunter Hunter. I don't I would, care. Put him on something. I would I would prefer Hunter Hunter. Just because uh, it's not coming out at all. Because it's right not now. coming out at all. Like, sure, would it be great to see him draw, you I, know, I, redraw a series that I like? Yes. It would be much better. Uh, but uh, I, I just think One Piece is a better fit for Boichi than Hunter yes. Hunter, even though I agree with you. Plus, his wife can draw Hunter Hunter, right? Yes. I'm not the only one who wants that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would absolutely love that. I got Ayakashi Triangle at five. Okay. It was fun like Ayakashi Triangle usually is, but I didn't think this one was especially good. What do you got at number four? Four is where I put Ayashimon. Very solid. That, like you said, that economy is weird, but I really like the moment of kind of, uh, you can insult me, but don't you dare ever insult my friends. Yeah. Despite what I said about the the cut there, I did put it pretty high, uh, higher than you even. I got mm-hmm. Jujutsu Kaisen at four. Like okay. I said, fight scenes were on point again. Gotcha. And that's really what I want from Jujutsu Kaisen, despite my complaints about the story right now. Mm. What do you got at number three? Three is where I put One Piece. Like I said, I, I liked the CP0 guy showing up at the last second and you know even Kaido being like, huh, what? <laughs> but still, because he was in the middle of the attack going through with it. I also do like he he's like quit bouncing around and literally just eats Luffy and then he was like you know dodge the laser beam from point blank range and fires him through the castle. Yeah, that bit is pretty good where we see everybody like jumping out of the way of the yeah, laser breath. Yeah, and then uh, we see Luffy uh, coming out the bottom and then using the fact that he can essentially fly in Gear Four to get back up. Yeah, I got Ayashimon at three. Okay, like like you said, very good. What do you got at number two? Two's where I put Akashi Triangle. I liked you know just this. I liked them having to be like, oh, no, we did to act shameless for Shirogane was pretty funny. And this new, you know, the grandmother actually showing up and be like, oh, yeah, I, re- I remember you, Shirogane. Yeah, I, that's all right. I just don't know where that's going. And, uh, and it's not like, oh, we don't need this element. Uh, it's more of like, I, I don't know what this adds. There was no Shadow May this week. We need more not. of her. Um, <laughs> I got Dr. Stone it, too. Okay. Despite not liking the lead up to the ending, like I said, I really liked the ending. I thought it was just about perfect. I feel like they had this final chapter planned and they didn't have the moon stuff planned. I might be wrong about that. That's just my I could, impression. I could see that. I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying that that's what they did, but I can definitely see, because like I'm not, I've done some writing stuff and I've definitely had moments of, I have this piece and I have this piece, but I don't have the middle stuff. And you can fake it for sure. Yeah. Um, well, especially because I'm generally trying to think of like D&D or mm-hmm. role-playing games where you're supposed to. It's like, well, it's that, not just me you're telling not the story anyway. Actually, the author of the story in that yes. case. I, at best, I am part of the author. You're the biggest contributor, but you're not the author. Anyway, though, I really like the like bullshit roadmap to a time machine of we're going to need <laughs> all of these made of technologies to get there. That was very Dr. Stone and very fun. Yes. Uh, and when it comes to Shonen anime, I'm a sucker for shipping. So that it ends with a wedding is nice. And I yep. al- I even like the Chrome is uh, proposed to her being like, yeah, after we finish this time machine, let's get married. And like, oh, we're so sorry he proposed that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. But, uh, but I didn't like it as much as Blue Box, which rolled. Yes. Oh, man, that was so solid. Yeah, I don't know that I have much more to say about it. It's mostly that panel. Yep. It's really, really good. Yes. If you're not reading Blue Box, I would recommend it. Mm-hmm. Also, I would recommend watching Pelai Magi Madica Magica on Netflix before continuing with this podcast, because we're going to be talking about the Wraith Arc Madica manga, which takes place after the series before the movie. Yep. Well, before the 
if if you're but technically speaking during the end of the series for the first volume. Yes, because but that was weird to me, and I didn't know it's not billed that way. Yeah, it, it's billed as an interqual between the series and the movie, and it still sort of is, but it has a bit of the end of the series has some stuff that were from this. Yes, just a little bit. Yes. I mean, other way around because this was written in 2016, but I know what you mean. But we will be talking about that after the break. So we read Madoka the Wraith Arc, Volume 1. What did you think of it, Kevin? I liked it. It still, it had a bit of a, well, I know where this is going because the the last episode of the series, and I don't know if the movie is the same way, had some scenes of stuff that essentially happens at the end of Volume 2 of this. So, or not Volume 2, Chapter, not Chapter 2, Chapter 4. There, there are only three chapters in this volume. I is it think. three? I think okay. so. I think it's that that shows you that, big style. Yeah, that might have been it. So chapter two then. But I I definitely had a like a all right. This is kind of cool, but like since I know where this is going, I don't know that I needed all of this. Especially since it's just kind of a lesser version of the story in the anime, right? Yeah. Which, which is by design because the world gets remade better, and so this is a less tragic version, yep. which is less interesting. Yes, that is also true. Which led me kind of disappointed in it from a story perspective. I thought the art, with the exception of the very ending, was really, really good. Yeah. I love the way the fight scenes in this are drawn. Yeah. No, they're really cool. Uh, we get some Kyoko fighting Sayaka stuff. That's mm-hmm. really cool. We get Mommy's guns, which are always cool. Yep. It just at the end, some of the Homura stuff seemed really... like I, I'm not sure what happened at the end, and I don't know if I'm supposed to know or not. The main thing I I took away is that the Wraith took the ribbon. Yeah, but it also seems like it maybe took her soul gem too. Maybe. Because she's untransformed and I'm not sure why. Like I said, I, I definitely she the Wraith took the ribbon for whatever mm-hmm. reason that Monica gave to Homura. Yep. I, I also, knowing how the anime uh, plays this, it was really weird that Homura wasn't with them because she's with them in that scene in the anime. And then so she's, at, but then this manga, she just shows up and it's like, oh yeah, I was in this scene in the anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that definitely had that feeling of, Oh, and she's like, oh, Madoka. And I mean, it's like, who's Madoka? And I want to be like, <laughs> where did you get did, here? <laughs> when did you get here? I mean, that is Homer's thing, but not in this universe. Not in so. this universe, because she doesn't have the time powers anymore. It's yeah. that she has uh, Madoka's bow staff. Yeah. And she stole Madoka slash God's signature move of shooting an arrow into the sky and summon a pentagram to destroy everything from orbit. Yes. Listen, it's a good move. Well, I, I don't crit- look. If you got that move, use it. I'm not. I'm not criticizing it. Yep, worked better for her than planting all of the C4 from a U.S. Air Force base. <laughs> a move you think would work, but <laughs> I just I, like part of me really likes that it was like ah, normal people can't fight witches yet. Homer, like she has time powers, but literally all she does is use conventional weapons against them. She uses a lot of conventional weapons. She does use a them. lot of conventional weapons. Like I love that she's just breaking into army bases and raiding the armories. Yep. 
Zach and I's joke was, yeah, if this doesn't work, her next plan was to just steal a couple of F-16s. <laughs> that would be so great. You just see her like roll up in an F-16, get in, we're taking this thing down. Yeah. Um, Monica, you can be my co-pilot anytime. <laughs> but yeah, to the point where I kind of wondered if it was going to be a subversion and it's supposed to look like this is how Sayaka dies in this timeline, but they were going to do something else with it. Yeah. Just because Homura wasn't around. Yeah, no, I definitely, I had the same thing of like, well, she's supposed to be there. Where is she? And I was wondering if this was going to be like one more skip for Homura. So like she does one more skip and then picks up Madoka's bow. Cause like we knew she used the bow from the series, but didn't know why she lost the time shield. I mean, I, we do know why she lost the time shield because she causality yeah causality because she gained the time shield to save madoka and madoka removed herself from reality so she had no reason to pick up the time shield yeah i'm interested in volume two still because like i said the art's really really good yeah and i've always been curious about this story but i was kind of disappointed in how little of the story is in volume one or rather it's just a longer telling of something we already saw in the anime yes that That, is that is totally true that's kind of done better there other than some nice kyoko sayaka stuff which i'll never say no to but yeah no it it was a bit of fleshing out of some of that stuff and then we have the thing with homura like because i haven't seen the third movie so we have the thing with Homura being taken by the wraiths or because either they take the soul gem or they just take the ribbon and she's just unconscious. We yeah. don't know which. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know what's going on there, which is I would not complain about it as much if the rest of the manga wasn't drawn just perfectly, in my opinion. Yep. I also speaking on the series, the part where they find out that uh, the soul gems is literally like they're called soul gems and they're like, yeah, I just moved your soul in here <laughs> yeah. and all of them flip the fuck out. Part of me is just like, why are you, why are you freaking out? Well, were we zombies? No. He literally just said, I moved your soul from there over here. That's it. That's all I did. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm more open-minded than, you know, a 12 year old girl. Well, Kiyube just wants to conquer the law of thermodynamics, and don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> like, like the like, I get the horror of it later, but when that first happens, when they're like, yeah, I just move your soul, you know, at first your soul was in a squishy human body, and that sucked, so I stick it in these soul gems so that they're easier to protect, and now if your body gets injured, you can just remake it with magic. I'm like, none of this sounds bad. Why are you flipping the, f- like... And again, maybe it's just me being more... You're not a 14-year-old girl. I'm not a 14-year-old girl, and I also have... It's You're also it, not very spiritual as a person. Well, what? it's it's also more of the, are you a body with a soul, or are you a soul with a body kind of thing? So it was yeah. like, I just moved it over here. Okay. I, You know, who cares Who cares what the meat bag is? Which is his point. <laughs> yes. And like I, so I was like, I completely agree with Kyube here. Why are you flipping the fuck out? Well, not to talk too much about it, but I think part of why Madoka is so good is you agree with all the characters on something. I think. Yes. Yeah. And like the, the whole, oh yeah. And then they turn into witches at, like, that is a cruel twist of fate. You know, like, oh yeah, all of your dreams get subverted and you turn into the thing that causes more people to fight you. I'm like, that's that's twisted like i understand the oh god this is awful and now i understand like again understand cubase thing of like so what nuclear fission is awful too if you think about it but you need that power yeah well it when he goes with the the livestock thing of like do you think it's mean 
Like, we're actually more respectful. We actually ask the cows if they want to be eaten or not. To be fair, they don't ask the cows if they want to be eaten. They ask the cows if they want to live in a nice pasture. Fair. The, fair. So there's still a little bit of trickery there. But, like, I understand with his, you know, his thing of, like, well, I mean, we do ask. We're a bit, sh- we're extremely shady about it. But we at least ask. And, you know, you're literally saving the universe here. Why are you complaining? Again, I, 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 like, I understand where he's coming from with that. It's horrifying, but that's from a human perspective. And him literally being like, no, I mean, like, we literally can't do that. We don't feel emotions. Yep. You know, aren't you horrified? No. If we were, we would not do this to you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, if we were capable of having these emotions, we wouldn't be here stealing yours. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, Monica's good. Uh, it's very good, yeah. The, the coldest take of the century. Monica <laughs> is good. I enjoyed the first chapter of, or volume of the manga fairly well. Like I said, yeah. I think the art's really good, but I really wish there was more story that I hadn't seen before. And like I said, Homer, it just feels like she comes out of nowhere. I mean, she literally does. Like, it's literally, she's just there. And it's not even, like, nobody comments on it because it's not like she shows up, like, at, right at the fight, like, hey, guys, sorry I was late. Because we have the, oh, she wasn't feeling great, so she's been resting. This is not supported by the text. I wonder if this version of Homer just pops into existence here, and then everybody just remembers her always being there. Because this is where we see her at the, this is the first part we see her in the anime, right? In the new timeline? Yes. And that's, like I said, not supported by the text, but suddenly I'm wondering. That would explain a lot. That actually would explain a lot, because we literally don't see her... At all before this. It's not like we saw her at school. And they they even explain why she wasn't at the start of the month, essentially. And, it's, oh, it's because she took time, you know, even though she, like, even though she got discharged, she took some time to herself. And that might be explaining away, this is where Madoka plopped her back into reality. Yeah. And Mommy already knows her. And yes. she's not like, this is weird. Yep. So I wonder about that. And I wonder if that will be revealed later on in the story because that would actually like you said that would actually be cool (laughs) it explains a lot it lines up yep and but like i said it was very weird reading this knowing the story and knowing that somebody's not there when she's on the cover yep Uh, at least the inside cover is like hey i'm monica i'm not in this chapter as on account of i am god (laughs) (laughs) i'm not in this chapter and yet i do show up because she does. Uh, well, the manga starts with the ending of the series with Homura and Madoka. Well, no, she also uh, she also shows up to take Sayako away. Yeah, that's true. In, in a uh, splash page. Yep. But they don't go through all that. The the cool part of the anime. Although to be fair, it's in the anime. You can watch it. Yep. I I'm very curious to see what the second volume has. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on it? Like you said, I'm very curious as well. And you've seen the third movie, right? I have. Yeah. So I have not. So I'm kind of seeing this from a. Uh, like not that you because this came out after or before the movie it came out after the movie a couple years later i wasn't sure until i looked into it yep so i am seeing this in a uh what do they call it chronological yeah time viewing where you saw it in a publish publishing order which is usually better and and i just loaned you the movie so by the next time we do one of these you'll have seen it i presume Probably. I might wait until the end and then watch it. Okay, so I, I have to tell you something about that. First, I'll say, at least in the first volume, I don't think there's any like difference of like information. Mm-hmm. Like There's nothing I saw in here that like reflects. There, there's a small thing, but that's more of an opinion I have on some characters rather than uh, 
Like, mm-hmm. oh, this this informs this thing. Uh, and there's one character who shows up in some of the peripheral stuff that is in the movie and not in the series. Gotcha. But nothing super important. So I made a slight mistake when I called this. This was published in 2015. Mm-hmm. So I assumed it was all out in English. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the third volume is coming out in June. Ah, <laughs> all right. And then so then, no, I will watch the movie at some point. And so we're going to read volume two next week. And for the end of Marchica, I want you to pick one of the other Madoka spinoff mangas. Okay. Um, I'm aware of two. There might be more. There's. I was looking it up and it was like, it was honestly confusing because it was like, yeah, the Wraith arc. All right, let's look at the Madoka manga. There's like 12 of them. Jesus. Well, that's why I said the Wraith arc. Yes. Um, no, like I found it, but I was just like, I went to, because I went to Wikipedia because it's generally the best with all the listing of things. I was like, all right. So the Wraith arc, I want to make sure I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting this right. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, there's, there's so many spin-off. Like, <laughs> it's very popular, Kevin. I, that's fair, but it was just weird how, because like they did it, I think with publication order. And I think it was like, yeah, the Wraith arc was published like seventh. And I think also the English publishing is different than the Japanese yes, publishing. Is. And J- Wikipedia probably has that. Uh, so if you're up for it. They I generally w- go both. They actually generally go off the Japanese publishing. Gotcha, but they have the English one next to it. Yeah, so they'll generally have, here's the Japanese, and then they'll have another column that has the English, and a lot of them, like, you know, a bunch of stuff, because they'll be talking about, like, yeah, here are all the light novels, and it's like, the English doesn't have a translation yet. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I want you to pick one of the other ones that we'll do for the third week. I I would recommend either the one that's about Mami and Kyoko, or the one where Madoka remembers the time loops. Those are the two I'm most interested in. But if you see one, you're like, oh, I want this. We'll, we'll go with no, whatever No, I you was want. also interested in her remembering the time loops. I don't know what that changes or how that changes, but yep. I, I am curious. Anything else you want to say about uh, this first volume of Wraith Arc, though? I enjoyed it, but as a Madoka fan, it was a little disappointing that there wasn't more in it. And I'm wondering if I'm going to feel that way about the rest of the arc. We'll see. Yeah. Because um, I feel like at the end of the third chapter is when it's starting. Yes, that that definitely had that feeling. Uh, And since I haven't seen the movie, I don't like I probably should watch the movie before the second volume. Just Uh, so do it however you want. No, because the part of the reason I want to do that is I want to seeing things in publication order. I generally prefer prefer things in publication order. That does depend, though. Sometimes I know some authors literally tell you go in publication order, except for this thing. Read this thing first. But one of the authors that I really like is like, yes, you can technically read these books in a chronological order. And, you know, they have a like a website that has the reading order. But they they're like, we recommend the publication order because I can't not incorporate things because it's two authors writing different things of the story. So, like, we can't not incorporate things that the other have done or I have done. Like, even if I jump backwards, like, I can't not incorporate that stuff into my work. Like, even if it's just thinking about it, it influences me. So it's just best to read this in publication order. This is how everyone else read it the first time. Yeah, and I think... Weirdly, I don't think it'll have much of a difference, but I think being in the middle of this arc and then watching the movie might cause some weirdness for you. But I don't know. I, I'm I gonna have curious. to. I'm gonna have to do that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Because either I'm gonna finish. Volume, I yes, you. I was like, I'm gonna finish volume two. If if it was like, oh yeah, and then we could read volume three, I'd be fine with it. But if it's oh, finish volume two and then wait, wait a few months. Wait yeah. a few months. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna pull you and Evangelion and be like, no, I'm gonna wait for it all to finish. <laughs> well, look, that fourth Modica movie's coming out one day. <laughs> I think that just leaves us with personality power level, though. Yep. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality power level is the segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the very top, we have Uzumaki Naruto, who is not a magical girl. 
At the very bottom, we have Koku, who needs to stay away from magical girls. Yes, dear God. Dead in the center, we have Kagome, who, according to Tyler's boss, is a magical girl. And I don't see it. And Alibaba from Magi and the Secret of the Labyrinth. Kagome is a girl with magical powers and wears a schoolgirl uniform. But she doesn't transform. No, no. She's very adjacent. I agree with you. I, I didn't say, according to me, she's a magical yeah. girl. Yeah. Like, and I think it's just a genre thing of like, no, if she's a girl with magical powers, then she's a witch. <laughs> Like not in she, the, she's a not in this context. The... Yes, I know. Not, but like she's a cleric. <laughs> yes, but that's what I'm thinking of. Like, there's magical girl. Then there's also the reading. Uh, some people even also differentiate between that and battle, like battle magical girls, mm-hmm. the ones that at, like because there are some that just like there, there are some like in Witch Watch. <laughs> yeah, who are well, even even that she's a witch. Well, ma- the magical girl genre is descended from the show Bewitched. Yes. Because the word witch has different connotations in Japanese, so they used the term maho shoujo for her, or magical yep. girl, and that became its own genre. And then Takeuchi was like, this should be Super Sentai, and we got Sailor Moon, and that changed what magical girls were for a while. And then Madoka is like, this should be very sad, and then that changed magical girls to what yep. they are today. Yeah, because uh, there's been quite a lot of magical girls being sad, like we had- Spec Ops. Yeah, Spec Ops. Uh, Asuka, Grand Belm. We talked about this on the Patreon episode, but I think Madoka is one of those uh, series that's super, super good, and everybody learned the lo- wrong lesson from it. Yeah. Because Madoka isn't good because it murders all its characters. It just happens to do that and be very good. Yeah. I think we should put Sayaka on the okay. list. That makes the most sense to me, unless you have another thought. No, that's fine. Uh, it's going to be difficult to distinguish Madoka's, or manga Sayaka and anime Sayaka. Yeah, especially because... They're technically different characters because while, yes, they are Sayaka. They're also from different timelines. They're from different timelines. And like, even though they're very similar, vastly different timelines, because like you said, literally the manga Sayaka is from the timeline that isn't as depressing, which isn't as interesting. And her best friend doesn't exist. Yes. (laughs) I don't think she's as good as Sailor Moon. No. That said, she's probably better than the next Sailor Scout we have on the list, who is... Oh, Chibiusa. Is she better than Chibiusa? That's close. I think, man, I think manga version, no. Yeah, I would say that as well. Again, because anime version has more to her because she's got more of that tragic thing. Yeah, but she's definitely better than Tuxedo Mask. Yeah. Definitely closer to Chibiusa than... Mm -hmm. Let's see. What are some female characters we got around Chibiusa? Heroic ones, if possible. Not going to make that comparison just yet, just because I think it's more I've fallen on that character rather than really liking this one. I I think I like her more than Anise Murphy from Cypher. Yeah, that's fair. And I would say above Yona from Yona of the Dawn, but we feel like we're close to the right spot. Also fair for Yona. Better than uh, Kurumi Sagura, a.k.a. Santa from Sweet Rain, I think. Yeah. I think better than Claire from Claymore, but you know that character better. What do you think? I barely know that character better. Yeah, sure. Let's. However, I don't think she's better than Hitoka Yachi, the manager in Haikyuu. No. I think better than Lucy from Fairy Tail, but you know that character much better than me. So where's your thought there? I'd say manga's below Lucy. Okay. So then Sayaka Miki will go at number 35 above Claire and below Lucy. And that will do it for this week. Our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out our other podcasts, and by those I mean mine. It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games. 
patreon.com slash last podcast is our Patreon. For $5, you can get currently two episodes on the Modica movies. Third one will be coming in the next couple of weeks. That was a long one. Mm-hmm. And I thought those were some of the best podcast stuff we've done, even though Kevin wasn't there. Nope. You can join us for the next Modica thing. Yes, because I had not watched Modica. There was the, I had not watched Modica and uh, Scheduling Conflict, if I remember right. Yeah. For some of it. Anything else you want to plug this week, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody. Stop.